Monday. Hey, happy February 19th. It's Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 to 18. It reads this way, Now, since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these, so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God, to make atonement for the sins of the people. For since he himself has suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. How are, supposed to th how are we supposed to think about Jesus? I mean, as I said a couple of Sundays ago, I grew up in a Christian home. It was very secure, very well grounded. My mom and dad taught me about Jesus. I understood the basics from a very young age and I knew, just accepted that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus died for my sin. Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus is in heaven now. How these things were accomplished and, and why they are the priority in the life of the believer were somehow unknown to me. But as we have seen so far, Jesus is the object, that focus, that priority of our faith. And, and he is for two reasons. One is, is that he is central because of who he is and what he did. So I'll continue to emphasize that he is son and heir. He is creator and sustainer. He is the radiance of God. And he is the exact expression of God's essence. Jesus is God the Son. He left glory and dwelled among us. He died and rose again to conquer sin and death. He, he then took his place on the throne in glory and honor, and we worship him. That is why Jesus is the focus of the whole book of Hebrews. And so we're going to continue to focus on Jesus. See you tomorrow.